This episode of the NFL Weekly Drive is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on the likelihood to occur. The more points the selection is worth, the riskier it is. Bet on your favorite players or players you would think will have an exceptional game from across the National Football League. Patrick Mahomes is a great bet. Keep checking those prize pools where they have crazy amount of competitions going on. You can win a lot of points off of those and win tons of money every single week. So go ahead, download the app or visit thrivefantasy.com or go to the bottom of the, our page for the link. Use promo code BENCHBROS and receive a $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. That's promo code BENCHBROS to receive a $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. My way and watch out as I come through. Busting in your line, cracking helmets in. I bring the bang, so what you gon' do? Stand there and just get shook out your So clean out your locker, I'm out to get ya. Cause I just popped ya. You can't take the pressure. You might as well quit, cause you just can't last. Mad at 2000, put your face in the grass. And your pride in the dirt, so put on a skirt. If you come on the field and don't wanna get hurt, just bruise and beaten, all black and blue. And it's been like that since Madden 92. Oh yeah, welcome to the Bench Bros NFL Weekly Drive where we recap all the hard NFL action from week nine. We're halfway through the season and we're going to break down the latest news from around the league and break down uh, NFL week 10. I'm your host, Wesley Splain. Joining me today is Brandon Farrell and Bobby O'Hara. Guys, what's going on? What's up? What's up? What's up? Happy Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Nah, it's, it's got to be Tua Tuesday. You can't combine both of them. Oh, it's Tua and O. It's too confusing. Listen, Wes, you just wouldn't understand. You're right. I like to lock it in. That's what. That's what I'm going with. So, yeah, dude, I started taking Tuesdays off now because two has just been fucking killing it. Excuse my language. But, yeah, I take Tuesdays off now. It should be a holiday. It should be it a It really should. It really should. I mean, I have two of Tuesdays off. I don't know about you guys, but it's a, I, I don't, so it's I a have busy to, day. I got to take an unpaid day off just to appreciate what he does. <laughs> all right. I'll say that. Well, let me go through all the scores from week nine. We have uh, an incredible, incredible week. Uh, for some reason, I saw Black Cat at 10.30 in the morning, and I was like, this is not going to go well for me on Sunday. I went one for seven from one to four, and then I was like, you know what? I really like the Bucks. I'm going to go big to save me. And then that happened. And then I was like, well, maybe the Jets will help me out here. And last night happened. It was it was just not a good week. But I won a fantasy. That's all that matters, right? Fantasy is all that matters in my life. All right, so let's go through the scores. Thursday night football was the Packers and the 49ers. The 49ers got absolutely blown out by the Green Bay Packers, 34-17. to Beating the Broncos, 34-27. to Drew Locke is literally a second-half quarterback. Um, the Bills... Routed the Seattle Seahawks 44 to 34 in the shootout up in uh, Western New York. The Titans beat the Bears 24 to 17. Ravens beat the Colts 24 to 10. 
Chiefs beat the Panthers 33 to 31, closer than a lot of people thought. Uh, the Vikings relied on Dalvin Cook again. They won 34 to 20 over the Lions. The Giants have just two wins over Washington. That's the best thing they can do this year. They won Let's 23 go. to 20. They're right into place, man. Let's go. Big game this week with Philly. Anyway, Texans beat the Jaguars. Jake Lutton actually looked pretty good for the Jags, but Texans ended up winning 27-25. He had a great spin move for that touchdown. Uh, Raiders beat the Chargers on a last-second play. Chargers, Chargers did it once again. Um, Steelers beat the Cowboys in a close game, 24-19. Dolphins beat the Cardinals in a shootout, 34-31. Saints beat the Buccaneers, 38-3. And the Patriots kicked a game-winning field goal to win 30-27 to over the New York Jets, who are still winless. I'm going to say this. All these teams have uh, major fraud, like flaws to them. Like, There's no great team in the NFL this year. It's all a bunch of good teams that have a weakness, like a big weakness that teams can exploit. I don't think there's a Super Bowl favorite in any of these uh, in the AFC or NFC. It's wide open in both conferences. Uh, I mean, I, I can't disagree. Like, Pittsburgh just plays I, down to every single opponent that they play, and Ben Roethlisberger just loves giving the other team a shot to win. Seattle can't play any defense. Buffalo can't play any defense. They're too inconsistent. The Chiefs, sometimes they they can't, like, get off the field on their defense. The Chiefs, it takes them a while to get stalled. going sometimes. Their yeah. offense stalls sometimes. Yeah, it does too. And then also you got who else? The Titans. They they sometimes like drop the ball, and then the Ravens just don't have any offense. Well, the problem it's, with the Ravens is they can't play from behind. I mean, if if they're down, they're that's it. They, they, they chalk it up in the loss column. Which Unless they were down and they won. That, you know. Oh well, I'll give them that one. But I mean, it's 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 not a consistent thing for the Ravens. I mean, yeah, no. they won this week, but. Usually when they're down, it's you already kind of know Lamar gets into panic mode, and that team just, just, just does not play well. Don't even talk about the Colts game this week because I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm gonna blow my head off about that. Well, game. if you don't want to talk about that, I'd rather talk about the Bills and Seahawks game. Good because my prediction was right. Let's get to it. See, that's what I needed to do. I needed to jump off the wagon for a week. Let me figure myself out, and now I'm back on the wagon. See, that's how it works. We just doing pit stops here. Can't do it, dude. You can't do it. I'm the only one that stayed loyal to the Bills. <laughs> I'm the only one that did not jump off that wagon. I'm not saying they had a great game, and I'm not saying Seattle played a terrible game. Um, You're not saying Seattle played a terrible game? I mean, I'm saying I'm saying Seattle played a terrible game. Well, I don't want to give all credit to the Bills, but I mean, their Seattle's defense stinks out loud. Their yeah, pass defense is one of the worst in NFL history. West, I agree. But that game, everyone knows I'm a big Russell Wilson guy. That might have been Russell Wilson's worst game I've seen him play in the NFL on Sunday. That's he tough was, because he had such a pretty pass to DJ Moore. Yeah, I mean, it happens all the time with Russ. He does pretty passes. But as far as if we're holding him to the high standard that he is, he had a really, really, really bad game on Sunday. It just every time they were about to come back in the game, he either threw a pick or they turned. I'll take Russell over. Wilson's really bad game. Well, I'll take that, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, no doubt, but still, still, at, he had a few plays where Buffalo scored because they were put on the put inside the 10. There were two or three drives, I think, Josh Allen scored by getting the ball inside the 10. Yeah. You can't do that. 
you can't do that with that with that offense as it is. The, the and they were blit- Buffalo was bit blitzing like six to eight guys almost every play too, forcing them to make early decisions, scrambling. Oh, yeah. did, did, with his line, it doesn't help. Took a play out of Pittsburgh's defensive playbook. Or a page at Yeah, I think it was like AJ Klein like cleaned him up at the end of the game. Like just straight up got a clean shot on him. But um yeah, Seattle, they just go as far as Russell Wilson goes. And their schedule doesn't get any lighter either. But like I think right now the best team best teams are like the Saints, but I'm not impressed by the Saints what the Saints are doing. They uh, play so simple football, it's crazy. Their offense is very vanilla this season. I mean, like you said, they we're so used to the Sean Payton offense with uh, Taysom Hill, Avalon Kamara. Um, I know they lost Mark Ingram, but, I mean, Drew, Bell, Drew Brees hasn't played well. Now that Michael Thomas is back, we saw a jolt in that offense. But I hate to say Michael Thomas is the reason they played so well. But, like, it's – I don't get if you're facing the Saints how simplistic they run their offense – you just got to play zone and just, well, I, I don't know. Maybe Drew Brees just knows where the holes are for every single play and just th- precisely throws it all the time. Like they, they struggle against the bears and they struggle with every other opponent, but then they come out and blow the bucks away. It Nothing that they do is impressive to me. Well, what the, way I guess it was just playing. Go ahead. I guess it's just the bucks, like terrible offensive game plan too. They only ran the ball four times in that game. Four times. And then in the past game, they didn't even set up quick passes for Tom Brady to get like some sort of momentum going. It was always like trying to throw a 20-yard pass every single time. With the way the Saints are playing, I'm looking at their record right now. I didn't know they were 6-2. and two. That, that that honestly surprises me. Um, I thought they were like 4-5 yeah, and five or 5-5. Five they five. could easily be in 2-5 right now. Yeah, I, the 6-2 and two surprises me. They've, they've gotten away with a few games, definitely. Um, but the Buccaneers, dude, I mean, it did not take Antonio Brown very long to ruin that team already. <laughs> well, dude, no, I think that was the play calling's fault, man. Antonio Brown was just sort of out there. They didn't. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm oh, just you're just messing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just joking, but. but no, I, I went big on the Bucks responsibly, responsibly. But still, it just furiates me because the Saints are just, to me, the Saints are just not that good. And then somehow they just win these games. I don't know. Bobby, what do you think? You're the offensive guru, apparently. So so here's my thing. Um, Drew Brees is so, he has games where people are like, he's bad, he makes bad reads. But people also underrate accuracy in a quarterback in the NFL. And this guy is one of like three guys in the league that I can name that just have ridiculously pinpoint accuracy when he wants to. And that just makes it so hard for a defense because people will be watching the Saints games and, and they don't appreciate the holes that he'll fit it into. And you'll have defenders saying to themselves, we had this covered. There's just you couldn't put it somewhere where I could where I can get it. You know, I mean, so that there's that. And as far as the Bucks go, um, I think Arians, this is the problem with Arians. This is the same thing that happened with Jameis Winston. This is the thing that people were saying. Is Jameis Winston going to be good with the Saints when he takes over? I think he might because Arians' offense dictates you throw the ball so often that you're going to throw picks. It's just going to happen. Like, he has no established run game, even with Brady now. I mean, you're just – you're setting your – it's an offense that sets itself up to have a lot of picks. 
I mean, you're going to have a lot of scores, but you're also going to have a lot of picks. I just don't get why teams are playing cover four against the Saints. They're not taking deep shots. They're going to go shallow every single time well, and beat you Michael across Thomas the middle. Is, if Michael Thomas is playing, they will. Um, Drew Brees can't throw the ball over 30 yards, in my opinion. Like, I, I just haven't seen him take deep shots whatsoever. I think he can. I just don't think they do it often. I don't think it's in their game design. I, I think I think he can, um, but I don't think they trust him to do it as, as much as they'd like to. I mean, I that's fair. I'm just a defensive guy, and I'm watching their games, and I'm just like, dude, you could easily stop this. They, they Like, come on. It's not that hard. It, it's still, again, it's still, uh, I just feel like it's like sometimes it's it's easier said than done when you have a quarterback that's that's as good as Drew. Like, I want to see them play like a good team that has, court, like the Rams, for example. Like a good man-to-man team. Just show them up. The come Giants. On. The Giants. I mean, you can't slash in the Giants defense anymore. Giants have, have a legitimate defense. shot. Giants have a legitimate shot to win the division now. That's yeah. I mean, hey man, you laugh at me for getting excited over two wins, but they're still in it. Two wins over Washington. You got that's the tiebreaker right. with that one. That's, that, listen, that's fine, man. That's fine. They'll find their way. They'll win the division. They'll get the wild card. Win the Super you know Bowl what the, the record? At you like know five and <laughs> You know what the odds are for them to win the division? Eleven to one right now. That makes yeah. sense. And like they play Philly, and then Philly's probably going to lose five straight games because they have a terrible schedule coming up. I don't, it just furiates me about the Saints, man. I just don't get it. But um, other thoughts I have, I'm back on the Bills. Maybe the Bears might drop dead. Phillip Rivers had one of the greatest like tackle flops ever on that uh, fumble recovery. It was like the reverse worm. Kind of just spazzed out. And why was that uh, interception? I don't know if anyone caught the Baltimore oh, in, uh, Indianapolis God. game. How was that don't an interception? Started, bro. Well, I'm getting started because I asked the question, like, legitimately, how is that an interception? Then you have the Raiders game, and that's an incompletion. Dude, that is not an interception. I mean, you look at Des Bryant at the time, according to the rules, it's not a catch. You look at Calvin Johnson, according to the rules, it's not a catch. I think Calvin Johnson absolutely still was a catch at the time, according to the rules, whatever. But then you're going to tell me that yesterday, I mean, uh, on Sunday, that interception was a catch? I mean, that makes Des Bryant's look like a freaking easy catch. That was It's embarrassing. I think Tony Dungy tweeted out something where he said something like, you have five to ten uh, kindergartners watch the play and, and vote on it, and they'll all be able to tell you that it looked like a, not a catch. It wasn't a catch. Because it wasn't a catch. And it completely changed the game for the Colts, and I feel horrible for that team because it, that, that just changed the whole entire momentum. Lamar just takes over from there. There it is, defensive stand, and then the game gets out of hand for the Colts. I mean, that, that, that's just a terrible call. That can never happen. That can't happen. Yeah, it was like bobbled the majority of the time. Who was that, Marcus Peters? It was Marcus Peters. Of course it was Marcus Peters. Okay, that's why they ruled it a catch. They didn't want to have a fist fight with Marcus Peters. <laughs> Probably. I mean, pretty simple. I missed it, unfortunately. That was that was one of the worst calls I've, I've I've seen in like the past like five to ten years in the NFL. That was embarrassing. Yeah, man i I just don't like this Colts team, man. 
Jonathan Taylor was underutilized once again. He did fumble, but yeah, like you, you don't, don't have like to the bench him. Or you, don't, you don't like the Colts team, and you don't like the Colts coaching because I don't like the way the Colts are utilizing their team. I think the Colts team is pretty freaking good. Their defense is good. I give it that. Their defense is good. They just don't know how to score. And I think that's the coaching. I really right. do. I really don't think Reich knows how to use his team this year. Yeah. Uh, maybe Philip Rivers is the reason. Like, T.Y. Hilton is still, like, dropped off. Like, he's still falling from grace. Like, help they, him they out. Have three, they have three good tight ends on that team that you can utilize. They have running backs that you can utilize. They don't use Hines nearly enough. I know people at the deadline that were saying that Pete, that they should trade for Hines, like random teams that need a running back. They don't use him enough. I mean, it's just inconsistent, like the way that they, he uses his um, his backfield and everything. They're a week to week team. I have no idea what to think of them. I have no idea what to think of the Bears. The, they're, those they're, are the two team. There, there's a lot of week to week teams. Um, uh, for example, the, the Vikings. What the, what's going on with them? I mean, one week they're they playing really bad. good football right well, now, man. One week they look amazing, the next week they look god-awful. I think they're just like going to give Dalvin Cook the ball and just let Kirk Cousins not do anything. I think that's it's, their game plan now. It's kind of like, I don't know, maybe a year or two ago when Dallas would hand Zeke the ball 20-plus times a game and they'd win the game. Yeah. I mean, just rely on your running back. And now Zeke is just uh, – <laughs> I don't know what's going on with him, man. Well, I don't even know what's going on with the Cowboys, dude, because it looks like Cooper Rush is their next guy. They've had, I think, what, four quarterbacks in the past four weeks? Yeah, and he's the best one. Well, not Dak, of course, not Dak. Come on, he, he's he's in a different category. But, like, Cooper Rush was picking apart the Steelers' defense from time to time. Bizarre week. That definitely was. And then you had um, – who? Who's the Cardinals kicker? What's his name? It's like Zane Gonzalez. Is that the guy? Just like kicks a 40. I thought they still had Tom No, I think it's uh, Zane. But anyway, kicking and eat like, uh, you know, 49 field goals nowadays should be like easy buckets. Kicks it and then like the ball literally dies and it falls short. Which, by the way, that was a great game to watch. That, like, if that was a Super Bowl game, that I would have taken it 10 times out of 10. That game was one of the most exciting football games I've watched from both sides. Coaching um, versus coaching, young quarterback versus young quarterback, um, pressed man against one of the best uh, receivers in football got completely shut down. Uh, dude, he, how many flags did he have, though? It, it dude, looked like he had dude, like three or four. They were horrible. Oh, my God. Two of them rightfully were called. Um, two of them, one out of those two was really like getting soft. And I think it was because just they, they knew Hopkins couldn't get freaking open on X. And then the other one was just ridiculous. He was out of bounds. He was uncatchable. And they called it. That first 50-yard like pass interference in uh, the beginning of the game, I, that was embarrassing. That was so uncatchable, and they called that pass interference. That was bad. Well, he shoved them right out of bounds, I think. It was so uncatchable. One. It wasn't even funny. But you can still throw the flag if he shoves him out of bounds, I, no matter if it's catchable or not. I don't. I don't. I'm not. 
I don't, I don't know. I'm not a fan of offense getting every single. But the bottom line is the fact that they didn't even target DeAndre Hopkins they was did. questionable in the first they half. Didn't. In the they first half, open. I didn't think he had any targets. It wasn't open, Wes. You still got to throw a jump ball DeAndre Hopkins, dude. Against you you at least one. I don't want to take that chance considering that Xavier Howard like leads the league in interceptions since 2000 whatever it is, 2017. You, yeah, but this problem. is the this is like a a catch radius unbelievable for DeAndre Hopkins. I'm sure he can handle it. You're not but I, I'm I'm not when you have Christian Kirk beating Byron Jones more so than than X um than DeAndre Hopkins, then That you see that's the real issue. That. That's the real issue. I mean, Tua Tua's got good mobility now, and he he won a game. He? He's got some wiggle. It's interesting. I saw a few reporters say he had no wiggle this year. <laughs> Colin Coward. <laughs> well, Colin Coward just thinks Drew Locke is just not a good quarterback because uh, he dances. So, but 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 who even likes Colin Coward? I mean, I, I, honestly, who who like who even likes this guy anymore? Listen, I listen like, to him sometimes. I, I can't stand him. I used to. Sometimes like he makes good points. I used to like his football takes, but I'm, I'm losing a lot of respect. No wiggle. It's like, did you watch the guy in college? I wasn't shocked when I saw what Tua did out there. He did a, he, he finally well, he looked did. like he did at Bama. Well, he didn't need the wiggle. He looks faster in the pros than he did at college. Like. I think in college he was just more banged up than anything else. That's why he didn't wiggle as much. He's got it, man. I think he's. I think Miami found themselves a quarterback. Now, now, them. if I'm if I'm ranking rookie quarterbacks, this might uh, put Bobby in the wrong way. I'm gonna probably put Herbert and Burrow a one and two, and then two a three. I kind of just need. Probably a little bit more from Tua for like a resume standpoint. Well, then you can't compare them. Then you have to just compare Burrow and Herbert because Tua has two wins on his resume. He's a winning quarterback. And his game, his interception ratio is better than the others. His his um, percentages are just better. The other, And he hasn't played as many games. So, I mean, the thing with me is, I, again, I don't like this. This, this quarterback debate that we've been having where someone has to be a bust. I feel like the media makes it out to be, well, Burrow and, and Herbert have been good, so now we're just going to root for Tua to be a bust the last two weeks. And then Oh, Tua no, I out. think it's – they're rooting for uh, another 1983 class. Nah, I think no that's way. what it is. No way in hell. Well, Bobby, remember, we are the media. If, well, if you listen around the world, how many people <laughs> were hating on this kid? Oh, my God. Even the first fumble against Aaron Donald. Yep, he's a bust. We're labeling him a bust. Then he comes out against Arizona, finally in a game where he has to show up. And what does he do? Tua plays Tua ball in his second game in the NFL against, I don't care what anyone says, they were rated a very high red zone defense. He was in the red zone. He scored both times. Game-winning uh, touchdown drive. Stop it. The fact is, the kid's freaking special. Um, it's clear. He's gonna. The game's gonna slow down. It's clear. The problem is with these quarterbacks. I think you have to take what you know. Joe Burrow. There's not something that he does bad. He has ice in his veins. It's Joe Burrow. That's what he's good at. He's like. He's like the guy who doesn't do anything bad. He's not amazing at anything. Um, oh, what? I think he's. I think he's amazing when it comes to picking apart defenses. Like he can. Yeah, but I. I think his thing is. He he has that cool, calm collectiveness to him. That that that's that's it's Joe Cool. Um, Herbert 
Herbert is the strong arm. He has all the all the um attributes. But in college, you know, he he got questioned in reading defenses. He was questioned with when he was pressured. His his footwork got messed up. Um, and Tua Tua was Tua was accuracy. You knew you were getting accuracy, and 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 you knew he wasn't turning the ball over at a high percentage. And in my opinion, if that's what you're going to get in the NFL, I still want Tua because accuracy. And being a game manager that's not going to kill you games is the most important thing to me. I don't care if Justin Herbert's out there on the West Coast throwing 500 a game on national media, but he's throwing two picks a game. And at the same time, it's it's a Jameis Winston effect. And I'm not putting him in that category. But I'm whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. My point is Tua doesn't lose you games right now, and it's transferring to the NFL. And if that's what he's going to be in the NFL, I still think he's the guy you want. I don't think did Justin Herbert is. Lo- did you see the? Did you see the passes? This kid chill out, game? Bobby. Come on, I just said I watched the game. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm saying, did you see the passes that this kid is making? I haven't seen someone since like Drew Brees put the ball in some of these windows that this. Yeah, kid they're is pretty doing. good. It was pretty Patrick good passing. Peters, Patrick Peterson's talking about the one play. He's he was totally going at the end of the game to try to pick him off. Tua throws it to the outside, leads the receiver to the outside, and Parker's luck. Uh, the Cardinals were lucky they had a safety covering over I t- the top. I tell you what, though. Tua needs to learn to slide because he was trying to bulldoze some Absolutely. big boys out there. He does. <laughs> Someone's going to rock him if he keeps book. doing that, man. Like He's going to end up like trying to bulldoze a 300-pound D lineman, and that's not going to work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, Buda Baker and the Cardinals were out there trying to take him out. So. Buda Baker is still great. I love that Buda Baker. trying to lay the hit stick, and then he got he got swerved. We got Herbert and Tua this week. I still like Herbert, man. Like I really yeah. I really wish that the Broncos could have waited, like played Case Keenum out last year, and then we could have gotten um, you know, Justin Herbert this year. But I mean, Justin Herbert is not losing games for the Chargers just find ways to lose on that defense, man. That's what it is. They do. He threw a game winning what would have been the touchdown there at the end and they twice couldn't hold it. Twice. And then, like, he bulldozes cats and he takes a good licking and throws pretty good balls to Mike Williams and Keenan Allen all the time. I mean, there's no question about Justin Herbert. It's just this whole entire team just seems like they can't get it done when it comes to wins. I mean, yeah. Look, all three of them are very good. You're asking me why I like Tua. And and it's the same. And I'm going to be consistent with what I wanted when I took him out of college. Accuracy and game management is the most important thing to me. And that's still what I'm seeing in the NFL. I think he's still that guy in the NFL, and that's why I think he's better. But I don't Can think we get... the other two are very yeah. far off. Can we get Drew Locke to play freaking two halves of football? It was driving me nuts on Sunday. First half, he only has one touchdown with like 52 um, completion percentage. In the second half, he explodes with three touchdowns and has like 75% completion ex- um percentage with like 200 yards passing like come on dude put it together no one cares about the denver broncos that's fine anyway we're still in the hunt we're still in the hunt all right we're in that in the hunt category at three and five okay we're we're still good i care wes but jerry judy needs to play better uh a better game himself oh my god he had a great game he's inconsistent though 
No, he's, he's inconsistent because he wasn't getting the targets with uh, Bryce Rippon in there, throwing it to Tim Patrick all the time. Rippon. Rippon into Taron. Oh, Tim Patrick's on IR now, isn't he? Uh, hamstring. He played last week. Uh, actually, this week. He had a hamstring issue for a couple of weeks and stuff. They just weren't throwing it to him. And Melvin Gordon's just a no-show. But uh, both of our cornerbacks were out. And that kind of exploited Atlanta just to take deep shots all the time. AJ Boye was out. Bryce Callahan was out, and I was like, "Oh no, I wish I knew." But, yeah, they signed and, they, they signed Melvin Gordon. He really for no reason. I have no idea why. He's just not what he was in LA. I mean, I'm not. They're saying, just not using him. Yeah, I mean, Lindsey's not much better, but. Lindsay's just a speed back that can run right through the line, which is kind of what you need. You need a little bit of a change of pace back there. But um, having Melvin Gordon as your third down back, it's just – and you're paying him $15 million. Come on now. I thought they would be a nice duo when they first signed him. Uh, well, the they first were. Yeah. Melvin Gordon, when it was just him, he was having great games. I don't know. It sounds like he's going to go to the Jets, man. I don't know. Just something about it. Poor guy. <laughs> I don't know. He, the Jets have the cap room for him. And, you know, maybe Frank Gore returns for another year or not. Who knows? But uh, how about that Monday night game, man? I know we were talking about it before the show, but uh, I really thought that Bill Pelichick was going to pull a wise one and let the Jets sweep him. So that way he could have uh, the number one pick. But looks like that's not going to happen. He should have. I think he should have because that was the only game I think the Jets had a chance at winning the rest of the game. Dude, that defense is bad. That Patriots defense was just getting picked apart by one of the worst quarterbacks ever. Well, they they were showing the defensive guys during the game, and I'm, I I didn't recognize any of the names. They lost almost everybody on defense besides the McCourty brothers. Yeah, yeah. I don't even I don't even know if they had linebackers on the field the majority of the game. Well, get. The Jets got my boy Denzel Mims back, so. And, and Perriman. Listen, listen, Mims is going to be a stud. That whole Jets team is going to be studs, man. Are they going to win a game this year? Their schedule is brutal. They're not. I think last night was the, was the chance. They got the Pats at the end of the year, so maybe. If Bill Belichick's like, eh, let's drop this so that way we can get to the fifth pick. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I'm telling you what, if you're the Patriots, there's no way in the world you want a division with Josh Allen, Tua, and freaking Trevor Lawrence. That That's just not good for you. Certainly isn't. And then I don't you consider know, the fact that the AFC in general is going to be a powerhouse over the NFC in the next few years because you've got Rodgers retiring. Wilson's even, as much as people think how young he is, he's getting older. And you got Breeze retiring. You got Brady retiring. Um, then you got Herbert. You got two. Can Philip Rivers retire for God's sakes? He needs to go. Look, I'm no. tired of seeing that shot put. No. I'm tired of seeing that shot put pass. Look, whatever. He'll play till he's 50. It, that's still their best option in Indy. But the point Bang is. Bang They got. You got Lamar. You got. Herbert, you got Burrow, you got Tua, you're going to have Trevor Lawrence if he goes to the Jets, you got Josh Allen. I mean, the AFC is going to be a hell of a dogfight every year. I didn't even think about all three rookies are in the AFC. I never thought of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
It's going to be Kyler and no one else by himself pretty soon in the NFC. Well, who's the young? Well, no, it's going to be uh, Jordan Love. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) And Taysom Hill. Packers fans are like, can we get part of the goldmine quarterback class this year? Can we get this guy to be good too? No, dude, dude, I'll tell you what, Taysom Hill will never get his shot at starting quarterback. Can that guy even throw a ball? He can, but I, I, I don't think he's a quarterback. I, I mean, no, I, I think he's a receiver. I think I mean, according to Chris Sims, he's a quarterback along with Jared Stidham. <laughs> Chris Sims is trying to chase his dad. Okay, come on. Embarrassing, embarrassing. Well, hey, I mean, Taysom Hill is probably going to be with Sean Payton until Sean Payton's done coaching because I don't see Taysom Hill working anywhere else. <laughs> I really don't. Like, who's going to pay? Like, what What do you pay him? Is he a wideout? Is he a running back? I know he's a quarterback, but, like, you're not going to pay him quarterback money. I like, imagine, franchise, imagine franchising him. That's going to be a $31 million franchise tag just to – franchise Taysom Hill. You know who will pick him, though? It would probably be the Washington uh, football team. Nah, bro. The Ravens are going to do it, and then they're going to run the two-quarterback set. Hey, that's not a bad idea. Run the triple option. Get the wishbone back in play. Yep. And then get, like, uh, Brandon Jacobs or, like, Edron James out of retirement, or maybe even Steven Jackson, down workhorse running back. Just run that. (laughs) Pick one of the Wisconsin guys, one of the fat uh, bowling balls. It's not a bad idea. All right, anything else that uh, throughout the week? I just hope my Broncos finish seven and nine. That's all I'm rooting for right now. Seven and nine. That's the that's the successful season for you guys right now. It's yeah. Realistic. I don't. I don't know, man. Because you, you look at the teams we still got. To play. I I think the Raiders are good. The Raiders are playing for a playoff spot right now. Absolutely. Everyone's playing for a playoff spot. We're oh, in, the hunt. in the hunt. Yeah, in the- I can't believe there's only seven weeks left. I know. We're flying by this season. It's crazy. Listen, you got, we got to get it in before COVID takes over. Well, COVID looked like it took over Ben Roethlisberger because, hell, that team cannot survive with Mason Rudolph. I think Mason Rudolph, if he was a starter, he'd be the worst quarterback in the league. Oh, and that's horrible. if Fitzpatrick was playing. If Fitzpatrick was playing. Because I know how much you hate Fitzpatrick, but dude, Mason Rudolph is way worse. Oh, he's way worse. Absolutely. I know I don't hate Fitzpatrick. I just said that Tua was clearly better than Fitzpatrick, and by by golly, do I seem right. If the playoffs started today, Miami will go up against Kansas City. And I tell you what, with that press defense and that uh that zero cover, I tell you, Mahomes is gonna be running for his life. Yeah, but somehow do you see that play they had where he was in motion, came back caught the ball, and then scrambled the other way oh, for yeah. a touch. The way Kansas City draws up plays is absolutely bonkers. They're insane. All I'm saying is I think it'd be interesting to see Flores, who's, in my opinion, a very exciting like defensive coordinator when it comes to creative looks. That would be a, that would be a cool matchup. To see. Has Flores ever faced Mahomes? I don't think so. I don't think so. He, he, I mean, he's wrecked, he's wrecked, uh, wrecked a few people's offensive systems, so. I don't think you can wreck this Kansas City offense, man. I just think it's like... I don't think anyone who, can. I think yeah. you can slow them. I, think I just want to be a fly on the wall and just like listen in when Andy Reese is drawing up new plays. Just like, <laughs> what the hell can we do now? I want the full mic up. Like, uncut. 
Can you imagine if they did like a whole season with the Kansas City Chiefs? How awesome that would be! Uh, we're just gonna have them go into motion, catch the ball in the middle of a. Of a that was ridiculous. See how this play worked from 1973 in like the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl back then? Yeah, let's run that one. Yeah, we're gonna call it Peach Bowl. <laughs> yep. Unbelievable! That and yeah. like Philadelphia hated him. Yeah. They're, uh, <laughs> oh, well, Philadelphia is going to start hating Doug Peterson really soon here. So I don't know why they, they're blaming the wind. They're blaming the grass. They're blaming everything besides Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz. Okay. That's just how the story is going to go. That division is going to be literally five and 11. Like whoever wins that one. Oh, it's Carson Wentz. Can we talk about 500. how much Carson Wentz just gets away with like playing like crap? Yeah, <laughs> he really does. It's unbelievable. Like, He's been so bad in games, and here we are. You know who leads the league in interceptions? Not Kirk Cousins. It's Carson Wentz. Like, here's the upcoming schedule for them, and I really like the Giants this weekend. They got to play the Giants in the Meadowlands. Then, listen to this schedule. They got the Browns at the Browns, home to the Seahawks, at the Packers, home to the Saints, at the Cardinals. Like, they could easily lose six straight. I hope they do. I hope so, too, because I love it when Philadelphia just hates the Eagles and then they just won't blame their quarterback. It's not their, It's not his fault. For God's sakes, it's not his fault. <laughs> it's a, every other team in the league has a lo- that has a losing record. It's their Hell, quarterback's fault, but just yeah, not, not yeah. Phillies. Don't blame it on Pat. Don't blame it on Pat's cheesesteaks before they blame it on Carson Wentz. They really will. They'll blame it on climate change. They'll blame it on climate change. Uh (laughs) The Rocky statue is kind of looking at Carson Wentz a bit funky all the way from uh, the art museum to the Lincoln Financial Field. We got to move it. We got to move it. That's why it is. It makes no sense. No, it doesn't. And I I don't want to get ahead of myself, but that's my upset pick for this upcoming week. I think the Giants beat the Eagles. Let's go. Write it down, baby. I need a win back in uh in our upsets. But anyway, let's go let's go in the week 10. So we Thursday night, we got an interesting matchup for the AFC South. It's the Colts versus the Titans. Sunday, and this is key. We only have five one o'clock games because the Masters is back and all the one o'clock games are on Fox. So we have the Washington football team against the Lions, the Texans and the Browns. Jaguars, Packers, Eagles, Giants, and Buccaneers versus Panthers. Then six four o'clock games: Chargers, Dolphins, uh, Bills, Cardinals, Seahawks, Rams, 49ers, Saints, Broncos, Raiders, uh, Bengals, Steelers. And then the Sunday night game is Ravens, Patriots, and then the Monday night game is the Vikings versus the Bears. I think the Cardinals and Bills game will be a good game. Yeah, at Arizona. That'd be and, good. And I think the Steelers and Bengals will be a good game, too. I mean, obviously, the Bengals' record doesn't show it, but uh, I mean, the way Joe Burrow plays, I think that'll be a good matchup with the Steelers' defense. Yeah, but can the Bengals protect Joe Burrow against that pass rush? Uh, no, Joe Burrow's been doing good at protecting himself. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got Seahawks and Rams, and I got Dolphins and Chargers. I mean, Burrow and Tua, no matter what fan you are, that's going to be a game you're going to want to watch. 
And the Seahawks going against a division opponent in the Rams, that's always seems to be good TV. So I'll go with those two. I kind of like the Rams in that game, too. The Rams are favored, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely need to get um, get back on the gun on their horse. So This is the one game they need in it's order to stay in the mix. Seattle, though. You could argue the same thing for Seattle. That's a game that they need to get, too, so. Yeah, they cannot play in the first round of the playoffs against like a good defense. Like, imagine if they match up with a good defense. They'd yeah, be but screwed. I'm just saying the Cardinals are on their tail now for the division. So Seattle, Seattle can't be losing that game to the Rams as much as the Rams can't be losing to Seattle. So that's going to be a very, um, very fun game to watch. I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Let's get into upsets. I already said mine. I got the Giants over the Eagles. Let's go, G-Man. I'm not a fan of Daniel Jones. I'm just a fan of how they play defense and how they play tough for Joe Judge, who seems to get the troops going. So, Upset. Giants are going to win the division. Hey, it's about time we have some positivity. <laughs> All see. right, Brandon, Upsets. who you got? Upsets, upsets, upsets. I'm going to go with... Uh, uh, I'm going with, uh, you know what? I want to go with the Panthers over the Buccaneers, but the Panthers are just such a disappointment towards the end of the game. So the I'm going to go out with, again. Uh, of course he is. He put up 37 points for me in fantasy. Now he's out again. You give and take, you got to give and take. I am going right. to go. I'm going to go with the Bengals over the Steelers. Oh, ho! first loss for the Steelers this season against Joey B. I'm going with it. I'm going with it, man. I'm running with it. Oh man. Steelers you, are nervous. Dude, that, that would put the NFL upside down. Just like what the hell do we do now? <laughs> Bobby, who you got? Do 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 do. Shout out to Alex um, Trebek. Chargers on the road, right? Chargers on the road. Yeah, that's a that's a tasty line, isn't it? It is a very that that's gonna be a good game, but it's in Miami and the Chargers don't play well in Miami. I'm praying that God stays that way, so I'm not gonna touch it. I will say whoever's the favorite in – I mean, the underdog in the Bills-Cardinals game. I'll take that. Uh, I think Cardinals are favored right now, so it will be the Buffalo Bills. You're going to take I'll the actually, Bills two weeks in a will? I will take the Bills, yeah. I'll take the Bills. Uh-oh. Bobby has bashed the Bills from September to October. In November, he's changing his mind. He's on the Bills wagon with a Dolphins jersey on. Hey, that just goes to show you that that I'm unbiased. <laughs> I, I was looking at that Chargers game, but after this past weekend, the Chargers were about five seconds away from from me getting my upset pick, and I just Miami I don't plays like down to their opponents, though that could be a problem. So, oh my God, I can't believe Bobby just said that. Listen, I said in the beginning of the year that I still they did not. I felt like they did not play good enough teams to make a decision on them and now i'm saying to myself they're 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 looking pretty good do you like lamar jackson no i still don't like lamar jackson unbiased <laughs> unbiased lamar jackson is horrible this year tyler murray is the be- is already becoming the better nfl running quarterback he's already the best running quarterback in the nfl now this year it's not even close it's not even up for debate well look kyler murray runs like a badass kid that runs like a 4240 listen He's he's already, in my opinion, unseated uh, Lamar as the best running quarterback in the league. How about Taysom Hill, though? Saints will argue that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. No, nah, Kyler Lamar does run. Bad. What what top forty time did he run? Did he even run the forty? 
Uh, I, no, he didn't run the 40, and neither did Kyler. Yeah, no, he didn't. Ah. Dude, Ky- Kyler's just, like, quick, fast. Mm-hmm. But guess what? That's more lethal to me, in my opinion. Kyler has the moves of a receiver. Mm-hmm. He really does, but he needs to work on the hold, like hold that football high and tight when he uh, scrambles like that, because yeah. he just like scrambles it outside and oh, it can I, easily get swatted. Because he's really cocky. I told you that. I think Rashawn like McCoy if uh, taught him how to carry the ball. Like if uh, Charles Tillman was out there, that ball is getting punched right out. Yeah. The old good yeah. linebacker. I think it happened Sunday. I think he tried to. Run with it, begin to run with it Sunday when he dropped the when he when he won the fumble. Dude, I wish that game went into overtime. That was such a good game to not go into overtime. Freaking Zane Gonzalez. I wanted to see Tua in overtime to go win the game for um uh what is it Miami. I, I wanted to see that, like, in a high-pressure situation in overtime to go down and uh, put a game-winning drive together. But, you know, he, he kind of – still put a game-winning drive together, though. Yeah, but there was, like, five minutes left on the clock. I wanted to see it when it, oh, like, yeah. the chips are down on the table. Because, like, if, if uh, Zane makes that kick, there's a minute left in the game. So oh, I wanted to see, like, a two-minute, like, two yeah. offense. I mean, look, they still uh... – they still ran the clock at the end. And he threw that touchdown to a nobody. Like, Matt Collins has not been anybody lately. So. Yeah, he caught that ball weird, though. It was a perfect throw. I mean, it was a perfect throw. It was, like, on top of his helmet. It, it kind of – how tall is that guy? He was, like, 6'6". Six, six. It put, like, a 5'10 um, corner on him. He's a tight end, so. Yeah, you don't put you don't put a small corner on a tight end. What are we doing here, Vance Joseph? Kind of looks like your Bronco days. All right, anything else? Smart play play by the quarterback to recognize that though anything else i think the titans handle the colts on thursday even though that's like uh the line is really close but um i think it's a derrick henry game i don't know what i don't know what type of colts game it is that's the problem it's like we all said i don't know what colts we're getting so i don't yeah all right anything else from the weekend uh any upsets more like anyone want to take texans two wins are only against uh the jaguars I don't want to touch them. I don't want to touch any other upsets besides the one that I picked, especially right. the Texans. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, I mean, Texans. anyone picking um, the Patriots get it done against Baltimore? Hell no. You just no you just told me why you love Lamar so much. Now you're gonna go against them. I didn't. Uh, I didn't give you a reason. I just oh. asked you. <laughs> I'm all ears. You're all Watch Lamar throw like 300 yards. Oh, against that defensive Joe Flacco, Ken. Jesus Christ. Seriously. Joe Flacco looked like a rookie out there coming out. Hey, guys, I still got it. Yeah. I swear, Flacco hates the Broncos. Like, he really does. He just kills them at any opportunity that he wants to. Even when he's playing with the Ravens or he's playing with the Broncos, with the team, and playing against the Jets. Like, come on, dude. But Elway said he's entering his prime right now, so maybe they just ride Flacco out and win, like, uh, seven games and go seven to nine. Who knows? Bears are also underdogs against the Vikings Monday night. I like that. I like that a little bit. Dude, the Bears offense is terrible. I still think that people don't want to like give the Bears a lot of credit in games that they should be winning. Like the Vikings Kirk Cousins prime time too. 
Kirk no, Cousins no. prime time. Good. I, I get to know. watch my boy Adam Thielen. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, put up like three points for you. Yeah, he sucked. He he really sucked this Justin week. Jefferson needs to come back to, to planet Earth too. What's the dance that he does? It's like the uh everyone's oh, the doing it now. I forgot what it's called now. Everyone's doing like the, that I see. The ghoulie or whatever? I don't know. Yeah. But I remember seeing them at LSU do it, and then now he does it in the NFL one time and everyone's doing it. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But um all right. Well, guys, that is all the time we have for today. We thank you for joining us. If you have any comments about any upset picks or do you think that uh, Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in NFL history, let us know down below. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Bench Bros Sports and Facebook Bench Bros Sports and Instagram at Original Bench Bros. And follow our website, BenchBrosSports.com, too. We keep you up to date on every headline throughout the week on those pages. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and other media services. Again, thank you for listening. I know Bobby wants to wrap up because he wants to watch The Bachelorette. If that's still going on, Brandon, any last thoughts? <laughs> he said Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in NFL history. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw it out there. Come on, Wes. Dude, you know what you have to do, man. You just have to say everything on the table so that way if it does come into fruition, you can be like, well, play this tape back. I said it back then. <laughs> That's why Smart. I said the Cardinals and Bengals would be in the uh, Super Bowl. Still shot. Still shot. Bengals could still get in there. <laughs> got to win out. Hey, if they beat if they beat the Steelers, if they got a good shot at the division. They'll beat him. They'll beat him. I'm, I'm, I'm confident in my upset this week. <laughs> All right, Bobby, any last thoughts? Nope. Uh, trying to get out to watch The Bachelorette. And, um, yeah, two was looking good. So it's been fun. All right, go Herbert, baby. <laughs> All right. That was Bobby. That was Brandon. I'm Wes. We'll see you next time on NFL Weekly Drive. That's the show. We're out of here.